the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. We got Verizon 5G home internet. It's from Verizon. Safe choice, right? Well, some things that look great end up being not so great. Like the time you bought a shrimp roll from a gas station. Ugh. Or when you bought that used sports car. <laughs> What about when we got Billy that drum set? The point is, Verizon 5G home internet sounded great. But turned out to be something else. And we deserve fast, reliable internet. We deserve Xfinity. It's time for better internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts. up buddy not much <laughs> I, i don't know what do i what do i call you like a like a distant cousin or distant, distant brown cousin second cousin second cousin from, second to third maybe from somewhere two and a quarter <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh somewhere related in the family uh joey joseph what do we call joey you? joey's fine joey and your last name how do you say it ayavad wow i would have <laughs> fucking butchered that that's that was romantic damn All right. Um, before we get going, I didn't tell you this before we started, but last night I found out uh, a really good friend of mine that I grew up with got hit on his motorcycle, and he's Ooh. no he's no longer with us. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it was it was super fucking crazy to find out about, but um, rest in peace, Scott. Uh, this won't be out for another two weeks, but I love you. I'll miss you. So I am. My condolences. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's <laughs> you never. You just. You don't, it's it's so hard to wrap your brain around something that can just happen, you know? I've had the same thing happen um, about a year and a half ago. Galvan, he, his name was George Galvan, but I called him Galvan. Mm -hmm. He was home on leave from Okinawa, mm -hmm. um, and he was going to see his wife in California, and on the way home, he got hit by a drunk driver, but and, and they couldn't release the name because apparently he was a minor mm. that hit him shit so and and he that was it and i remember when that hit that hit me hard mm -hmm. um that was terrible so i i definitely get that yeah man it's just that uh i mean it's such a weird place because you never really expect it but it, you don't you, you you expect it even less when it fucking does happen yeah when it yeah for some it, reason it seems to be just so confusing when it hits it's such a closer to home when you know that person it's such a crazy point in in a moment but Yeah, I was at I was at the concert last night, standing in line for the porta potty, and I got and I got that message, oh and, my and God. I was like just trying my best just to keep it together. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. But I I feel for anybody that has to go through that, and it's it's normal. I mean, I don't know it, what else to say. It, it does. It happens. It happens to everybody. It happens. But moving forward, it's gonna be a good day. It's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Do you go to church? Hell no. <laughs> I was like, after the talk we just had, do you go to church? <laughs> not at all. Oh, Absolutely not. That's fucking good. Well, what do they call them? Creasters? Christmas and Easter? Oh. You know, if I, you know, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> Only go to church on uh, twice a year. <laughs> that's fucking funny. My mom would be like, you want to go to church? No, not it's real. Easter. All right, fine. Yeah, I guess I'll go. <laughs> oh yeah, you go to like the the morning, the Christmas morning service or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've done that. Before. And they got free food. Makes Perfect. you feel makes you feel better. <laughs> makes you feel better. Yeah. Makes you. <laughs> I did something right. Get it all out. Everything you did this past year yeah. in one day. Exactly. <laughs> This makes me a better person. Just streamline it. <laughs> not to go every Sunday. <laughs> oh god, one good time counts. Yeah, that's it. If you go twice a year, pff, perfect. That's fucking Even good. Even better. So are you uh are you originally you're not from here, are you? No. You're from Cali? Yes. I was born in Long Beach. Just like the rest of us. Born in Long Beach, 
went up to San Diego, then to North Carolina, then back to San Diego. North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, my stepdad was in the Marine Corps, so we, you know, he got stationed at Cherry Point, and we were in a small town called Havelock, North <laughs> Carolina. Havelock. Yeah. I hated that place. That sounds so like a place I wouldn't like either. Yeah, we, we moved in the military housing there in, in the middle of summer, and uh, the ACs were not installed yet. Oh, my God. And coming from, coming from San Diego, you know, it's like 85, 87 degrees and sunny. I'm going to North Carolina where it's like 110 and 100% humidity. I was going to say all the humidity. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So is that is that kind of – it's two steps in the right direction, but is that what started your uh, military idea? So my – stepdad definitely had a huge part in that mm-hmm. because of the lessons that he would teach me he was chaotic um to say the least but he did teach me a lot of lessons there was a method to the madness <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> he um this hit me the other day too uh one of them that that came back i was actually driving to work i think it was about a week week and a half ago and this uh this cop pulls up next to me and he looks at me and I'm like, what's he looking at me for? And I realized, I was like, oh shit, my registration's been out since March. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. Um, And he lipped the word, you know, registration. And I just gave him the little money sign Mm -hmm. and shrugged my shoulders like this dude's about to impact or impound my car. Yeah, this is it. He just looked at me and he, I'm pretty sure he saw the badger on my neck and he knew I was kind of going to work or coming back from because it was two. I worked night shift and he just waved me off, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" And oh. and and the lesson that my dad taught me, like this was like in 2006, 2000, 2007. We were driving down the street. My dad said crazy shit all the time. He said, "You see that guy on the corner right there?" And it was a homeless guy with a sign. And he's like, "Most of us, we're a paycheck away from holding that same sign." He's like, "Remember that." And as a kid, I'm like, "Why are you telling me this?" Yeah. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> and then the financial crisis hit in 2008. Bro, that's fucking, that's kind of, it's that's so true, it's deep. He, it just says random shit like that to me all the time. That's kind of fucked up. When I was a kid. <laughs> when, yeah. when I was it's a traumatizing. Kid. But I thought back and I was like, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's right. I almost got my car impounded, mm-hmm. impounded and uh, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wouldn't that's, have, that's no way up. to get to work. Not Ubering to work. There's no way. Nope. Too many bills. Um, Was your, uh. How how long? No, where do I start? You you said your mom and your stepdad. Mm-hmm. Do you know? You, you talk to your your biological, right? Uh, that's a tricky one. Talk. I wouldn't say talk to, but but you have communication. I, yeah, I have communication. <clears throat> it's fucking weird because I'm pretty sure it's him. I'm guessing by the last name, um, but he pops up as my people you might know. Yeah. Yeah, he's on my Facebook pretty fucking often, and I'm like, yeah. I, no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's on there. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. It's a really unique last name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the only reason I'm like, it's got to be his fucking bio. Yeah, that's no, that's him. Okay. Yeah, that's him. He does pop up on, on there from, from time to time. Uh, when did when did they split? Uh, so they split. We were still living in San Diego, and I was a freshman in high school. So 2000 and... Eight or nine is when they when they parted ways around there. Hmm. That's pretty late. That's enough to make an impact. Yeah. Yeah, 2008 <clears throat> or nine, and it was right when I was going into high school, and I didn't give a... F- I mean, you know, you think back on it, it's like worst part of my life, but a lot of people, especially back then, were going through some rough times. Yeah. 2008, 2009. Yeah, that was, that was terrible for a lot of people. Big transitionary point. Um, we were fortunate enough to live in the on base housing because everyone's houses went under during that crisis Mm -hmm. but ours didn't obviously because uncle sam was there paying for it but yeah the strain was enough to where they they, you know they separated and i went into high school just not giving a shit f's and d's freshman and sophomore (laughs) fuck you i was planning on not on dropping out like from the get-go from freshman year i was like i'll just go here and not give a fuck Hmm. i didn't drink i didn't even smoke weed damn i just didn't give a fuck about anything and then uh, woke up one day, I think I was a junior, and I was like, um, I'm going to try smoking pot. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's add it. that. But, you know, what's funny is um, I started smoking weed, and it actually, <laughs> I actually started studying more. 
and I got back into my schoolwork. Really? Yeah. Damn. And I enjoyed it. I feel like I feel like you've told me this story before. So I started going to school high, and then I was like, you know, and I started engaging more. What the fuck? It it took my mind off of what was go- what was going on back home. Oh, I see. So I have a really strange relationship with marijuana. It did help me. I graduated high school with like a three point two, and I, and I had F's and D's through freshman and sophomore year. But I smoked weed, went to summer school, and then, uh, you know, senior year comes around and I graduate. But I kept smoking <laughs> weed. That's the problem. I kept smoking weed. I didn't have a plan after that. So then I was like, I need to put this shit down. Right. Because it helped me get through this area of my life, but it's not going to help me get through. <laughs> now I got to get a job or go to school. Yeah, now you got to prove that you yeah. don't. So I started going to college for a little bit online. And this is when nobody knew about how bad we were getting fucked with college debt. <laughs> like, I saw the first semester, and I'm in almost 20 deep, 20,000 deep in debt. 20 fucking what? So I dropped out, impulse decision, and went, and I walked down the street to the to the recruiting office, and I was like, I want in. Just let's, let's do <laughs> I want to sign my paperwork right now. What did they, they say? She's like, oh, yeah. Let's get you in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, dude, they want... They, they don't give a fuck. They have a quota to make. She's like, you, you're you going to sign right now? I was like, I don't give a shit. Give me whatever paperwork you got. Right. I want to start the process. Holy shit, And dude. then I was I was shipped out three months later. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Easy as that. It was an impulse decision, but I'm, I don't regret it. I was going to say, you don't, you don't, I don't feel bad about it. it? No, it helped me out a lot. It did help me get through my foot in the door and get some sort of a foundation in my life. Yeah. That's and crazy. How long were you Marine? Four years. I did my four and I got out. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Well, I mean, went overseas. It was a good time. I was gonna say nothing crazy. <laughs> For who? Some of I the, mean, some of the shit that I've heard. <laughs> I got it. Had some good times out there. Yeah. Ok- Okinawa was fun. Uh, Australia was a. F- I don't remember half of it. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much booze. Yeah. Did you? Uh, no, I, and I don't mean to be any any form of disrespect, but did you did you see any action or no 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 no, no. I didn't serve any combat okay. or, or or anything like that. I I went to uh, I was in Okinawa for that was my home base, fourth Marine Division, third Marine or fourth Marine Regiment, third Marine Division, and then um, was in Guam, the Philippines, uh, Australia, and there was one more, but I can't remember. <laughs> No, no combat zones. <laughs> That's what what would have been, what would you have been called for if there was combat? So we, so our unit was there specifically for, uh, since Okinawa's right off that peninsula of, you know, it's near the uh, Rocket Man. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and we did have a couple scares, I guess. At, I remember the sirens going off. And uh, after, like, the third time, nobody gave a fuck because it was just one of those things where he was testing nukes. Mm. He wasn't launching them at us, but we had a couple sirens go off a couple times uh, and mustered just as part of our training goes and the drills go. But nothing happened, you know. That's crazy. It's stuff, it's stuff that normal people don't really think about. You would never consider people being stationed at, in Japan. Uh, yeah, no, because that's not where our current conflict is. Exactly, yeah. and that's, it's not the point of focus. And what a lot of people don't realize is that those points of contention, they, they change like constantly, all the time. Mm. Now it's Ukraine. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, like, huh? <laughs> We're all worried about that shit now. Japan's just doing just fine. <laughs> He's like, I can tell you, they're, they're good. They're good. They're going to make they're it. Good. They're good. They're... But I did get to travel a lot there. I saw a lot. I did get to go to a lot of memorials to, to kind of see on my off time. I went to, I don't know if you saw that movie, Hack, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I love that. I went it's to a that great movie. I went to that ridge. Really? And I saw it in person. Holy shit. It is fucking insanity. The, I cannot believe that man <laughs> funneled down like 80 personnel. Right. Over 80 personnel up and down that thing. Did you get to go up and see? No, I didn't get to go up it. There's a memorial down at the bottom. Gotcha. And it makes sense it being right there. It's just to look up at it. It's, terif- it's, it, it's got to be terrifying. It's terrifying. Like I couldn't even imagine like going back up there every time, popping your head back up while getting shot at, right? And trying to rescue more people. Wasn't that like um, that was a very that was? Well, I mean, it, he was going through battle, fighting, getting people out, right? Yeah, he was a very devout. Um, I think he was a Baptist, or if I get this wrong, I'll probably butcher it, but I can't remember exactly. But he was some 
he was a devout religious man. I remember he didn't he, he didn't want to carry a weapon. Didn't want to carry guns. And he actually got wavered in to do that. And at first, um, his buddy saw him as a liability. And uh, one of them actually was like, first thing I'm doing when we get out there is he threatened him. He's like, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to kill you with friendly fire. Oh, my God. Because he's like, you need to pick up a gun and cover my ass. Right. But he proved himself that day, and they didn't talk shit after that. <laughs> Like, I, funny I, how that works. Yeah, I, I top my hat off to that man. It'd be crazy to see, um, <clears throat> like the other side, and just still see if if the land shows remnants of battle. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's a memorial for the Japanese down there too. Is there? It's in, yeah, it's in Okinawa, and uh, he actually saved a. There was like one or two Japanese personnel he brought down, uh, POWs. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think he gave medical attention to to one of them and evac another. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, but I'm pretty sure he did that. <laughs> trying to, I'm sitting here trying to fucking remember his name. I, I'm trying to remember his name, too. But I, I can't. Yeah, I suppose we got... Something Dawson, I think. I think... I'm trying to remember. I think yeah, that, that sounds right. That was such a good movie. Such a good depiction of what a true hero can be. Yeah, and seeing it in person was... Oh. Uh, whoo! It was eye-opening. Well, it takes... Because it, all we see is... We see these fucking movies and they're dramatic replicas of, you know, a true story... But I think it'd be cool as fuck to be able to go see it was and and seeing like Shuri Castle, things like that. I don't know if you've ever heard of Shuri Castle. That was another big World War Two site. It sounds familiar. It was but... it was an old old castle that we took, but mm. there was a big battle that happened there. Was um uh, this is probably a really stupid question. Desmond Desmond Doss. There you go. That's what it was. Desmond Te- Desmond T Doss. This is probably a, kind of a stupid question because it's a fucking movie. But was there any point in that movie where they actually used the real ridge? Um, I think I saw it. Did I see the ridge before or after the movie came out? I can't remember. Is it close? You know what? I can't remember. I I wouldn't expect. I it. mean, with the, with this day and age, you could they could go out there, take a couple photos of it. Boom! You got your green screen AI oh, yeah. right there. Bam! Yeah, see, that's how dumb I am. <laughs> it's Jeep Four x Four season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well-qualified lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $389 a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request, or capital. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 531-23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I, forget the, I forget about computers. <laughs> I forget about CGI. Yeah, dude, I fucking totally do. You could literally recreate anything with CGI. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was probably the real one, duh. <laughs> they just made it look like it. Stupid. Green screen with a lighter. Got it. Yep. And we're we're off. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, there's a, there's a show a few... Uh, and I'm surprised it, it doesn't include him in there, but it's called Medal of Honor on Netflix, and it gives you some breakdowns of some pretty wild shit. Really? Yeah. Some pretty wild people that have served. Damn. Those are some of my favorite stories of some of the fucking, the real badasses, you know? Yeah. The real heroes. And most of the time, when you receive that medal, uh, you're not alive. You're, like, I've heard that. Yeah. Like, 90% of them, you're not alive. It's, but the ones that do, it's... it's, it's <laughs> It's crazy to see because a lot, most, the majority of them are deceased mm-hmm. in in battle. What kind of fucking honor is that? I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. It's the highest honor you. Can I get. know, I know, <laughs> and I, a lot of people take a lot of honor in being able to die in battle, and having that honor is a big. I'm so I'm an asshole. Yeah, in World War Two, there was the the Buffalo Warriors. The I remember seg- that the segregated black division. Yeah. There was a, um, I forget his name, but there was a black soldier that received, he was put in for the Medal of Honor at the time, and they were like, no, he's black, uh, we're going to give him, you know, I think it was a Navy Cross, and his mom was like, <laughs> she threw that shit away, <laughs> and it took literally like 25 years later, and they were they were they recognized him as getting the medal, they re- re-reviewed his, uh, what he did, and they were like, no, this guy, 
deserves the Medal of Honor. Fuck yeah. So they, they brought his family out and they recognized it. 25 years later, though. Yeah, it took him a couple years. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. So, how old are you? I'm 29. I'll be 30 uh, here pretty quick. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought you were a lot younger. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're not far behind me, which is crazy. I think it's because I shaved. <laughs> <laughs> you always look super young. I'll be 30 in uh, on the 20th. Jeez. I know. Big plans? Mm-hmm. Hurting more. That's, that's a good. That's a good assumption because that's probably what's gonna happen. I need to take some vitamins here pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that dirty thirty is gonna treat you right. Yeah. I'm guessing with all of our family. <laughs> Fuck. They're gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a different night. Yeah. Man. So when was the end of your marine career? So I got out in 2017. Uh, February. Damn. It's so recent. I know. It seems like. It seems so far away, but it, at the same time, it seems like it was yesterday because of this whole fucking pandemic. Yeah. Like, I feel like everything before 2019, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, it, like, we just reset. It stopped time. Yeah. And it fucking put us all in this weird fucking place. It's like it blacked out in 2018, and, and, and I remember saying this to Dev. It's like, 2019 is going to be our year. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I fucked that's up. That's the last thing I remember yeah. from, from that fucking year, man. <laughs> You're like, maybe this is my fault. <laughs> I shouldn't have fucking said that. Maybe I shouldn't have fucking said that, yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah, I remember saying that. I remember us going in on that. That's fucking great. Saturdays for the boys. I remember that was right before it, too. That was a big thing. Yep. Man. Yeah, I mean, 2017 was six years ago, which, again, I can't move past the, the pandemic thing. Yeah, me. It just stopped everything. I remember the day that I got out and the day coming back home. And then from that point on, up until the pandemic, I don't remember shit. <laughs> Such a blur. Damn. Such a blur. Oh, man. So, where do you work now? So, I work for L3 Harris. Um, it's a military contractor. We do night... I'm in production, so I work on night vision goggles, specifically. So... Boy, I did not see that coming. <laughs> That's much cooler than my job. It's not as cool as you think. It is a production job. So I work on the cathodes, the little eyeball part, uh-huh. basically, that shoots out those infrared rays. Mm. So we do measurements, grind and polish on those. We do lapping machines just to get the measurements like nice and neat sure. before they get shipped out and put into their containers or um, the nods, NODs. But we send that out to another company. But L3 Harris is just in a, one of the, another big military contractor. They do, they do uh, fire... I think they do optics. They have some firearms, and they do uh, military satellites, stuff like that. <laughs> You're one fucking bad bad call away from being a war pig. Yeah, I know, dude. I've Just... been I've been on Uncle Sam for fucking a while now. <laughs> like I can't find my way out of it. No. Yeah. Like I got out. You're tied to it yeah. for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, my first job was car detailing under a under the mall, Mission Valley. Shit. Like ten bucks an hour, and that was dope. Ten bucks an hour? Yeah, in cash. Every day. Back in the day? Every day. Yeah. Every day at the end of my shift, I'd get paid in cash, and then the, the tips were split. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah. And then straight to the military, got out, worked at Jared's for like a year, and then boom, Honeywell, boom, L3 Harris. I forgot you did that stint at Honeywell. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did a, about a year at Honeywell, and yeah. then uh, left, and then I started working on communi- uh, on cell phone towers, too. I do. I remember that. That's what your fucking pictures are. Yeah. Yeah, I was a climber <laughs> for two years. Damn. <laughs> Cell phone towers? We saw, I saw some wild shit, like, traveling around yeah, Arizona and Utah and Wyoming doing that, too. You've got a wild perspective. <laughs> it was it was nuts. Yeah. Jesus, man. I had to quit that job because I had a couple close calls, though. Like, I got com- complacent. Um, it got scary a moment uh, when I was in Utah, and it was negative 17. We were up like 200 feet on the tower. Oh, no. Yeah. We had just drove 16 hours from here mm-hmm. to the border of uh, Wyoming and Utah. <coughs> and I was on the tower, and I was already pretty damn tired. And it's cold as shit. Frozen. You know, <laughs> I'm freezing. Fuck. I forgot to tie off at one point. Oh, shit. And I was moving across a face, and then I was like... I feel like my Y back. A Y back is a strap from your back that ties off to something. Your harness. I was like, yeah. I feel like my Y back isn't this long. And I look back and I look down. I'm like, oh, that they're on me. They're not on anything on this tower right now. 
<laughs> so I slowly just wrap yeah. my arm around the tower real quick, bring my Y back up, boom, Fuck. snap it on. And I was like, I was untied up at 200 feet on a cell phone tower for about 35 seconds. That may not seem like a long time. Well, that could have been the end of it. That could have been the end of it right there. You find one fucking, one step that's got some ice on it. Yeah, and you're done. Let's see, that's over, yeah. You don't have a choice. You're done. So one of my, one of the guys there was like, he was this guy from Boston. He was our crane, one of our crane operators. He goes, uh, yeah, if you're not 100% tied off, you better be 100% holding on. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shout out to Nick. Love that guy. <laughs> So what's your, uh, you, so you're doing the, the optical shit now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing that now. Are you planning on staying with that for a while? Um, maybe for a little bit while longer, but my plan now, since I am cutting ties with this house and all the stress that it's brought, brought along with it during the pandemic, I just it's too much house for me, mm-hmm. and I bought it at the wrong time with the wrong person um it's my house but i got you i kind of got led down that path and i don't think i was ready for it Mm -hmm. but now that i am selling it and i'm getting rid of it and i'm not going to be tied down to that i want to go up to yavapai the college and do the gunsmithing program that they have out there oh i feel like that'd be fitting i mean i love my guns yeah i know um i do know that I want to go, and it's the only college in the United States that gives you a, uh, an accredited um, Associates of Applied Science in gunsmithing. The nope. rest, the rest are the rest are technical schools or um, trade schools. I mean, like SDI. And as, and as much as, <laughs> as much sorry, as much as I love uh, like trade schools because I being a mechanic and all that. Right. Uh, they can be beneficial in that degree. Oh, but, but absolutely. If, but if you can go through uh, a big college. And get the same credit. It's a two-year program. Yeah. And they have a facility outside the college because obviously you got to have guns in there to work, mm-hmm. to learn. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty crazy getting a laundry list of guns that I need to go back to school. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> kind of bad taste, but... <laughs> Is this one legal? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do that? But they told me, uh, and, I, and I took a tour of the facility a while back, and they have mills and lathes, and, and they have really good instructors there. Really? All the tools that you need. All they need you to bring are the guns and everything else they already got. And they said the more busted they are, the better, because they're going to teach you how to fix all that shit. And it's a two-year. It's a two-year program. So that's a lot. That's a long time. I got to be honest with you. The first thing that comes to mind is, like, how busted is busted? What are we they, talking about they here? Said, they said anything from pitted rust to, uh, you know, uh, busted stock. They do, they do all kinds of stuff there. Hmm. Busted. If it's missing parts, cool. That's fine. Hmm. You don't have a firing pin. You don't have a spring. You don't have this or that. Your spring's busted. We can. I think the final there is to create a rifle and a pistol from scratch. They teach you how to how to put all that together, mm-hmm. serialize it through an FFL dealer, uh, and you get your own FFL license. But they teach you all that, put it together, and then you, if if it fires at the range, at Ben Avery's, they take you to Ben Avery's. That's your final. Great. Your final's going to the range. Yeah. And making sure your shit works. <laughs> Feels like it could be catastrophic. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do their inspections of everything yeah. firsthand. Somebody fucks up enough, the bullet goes backwards. Yeah. You're like, well, we're we're gonna have to let you go. But you just killed the instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's impossible. <laughs> by the way, oh man, I hope hope that's never happened there. But it, it seems like something I want to do, and because I have the GI Bill, I mean, why not? I mean, I'd be getting paid to go to school, and it's getting paid for. Is it? Is it, um, like, financially a good buy-in? It depends on your... I mean, yes, because um, even at a, even if you're going to a trade school mm-hmm. or wherever you want to go, they'll pay for your tuition. They'll give you a book stipend for, uh, I think it's $1,000 a year extra. And then you get a what's called BAH, mm-hmm. Basic uh, Housing Allowance. So depending on where the school is located that you're going, then the government will base off the living costs there. And they'll give you a, a monthly payment. So I think there I'd be getting around twelve to thirteen a month, which it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's doable, especially when my tuition's paid for and right. my, and all my uh, books are paid for and I, you know all that stuff's paid for. Yeah, and I can just get like a part time job and just 
do that. What what area? You said Yavapai. Yavapai, yeah. So where is that? Yavapai is up near... Uh, I feel like I should know this. I think it's up near... It's up north, if I'm correct. Oh, you know what it is? Because they have a... Uh, they Yav- have that national park out there, well, too. Well, Yavapai sheriffs used to crawl around Prescott Valley. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Prescott. Yeah. Prescott. Pre- yeah. How do you say it? Fuck <laughs> it. I don't... Prescott. <laughs> Prescott. I, tr- I try not to be the Arizona stigma. Yeah, it, so it, Prescott. It's, an, it's, it's up near Prescott. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember that. So yeah. it's that's kind of cool. I mean, it sounds like you're hitting the hitting the big red reset button right now. Yes, and uh, it's because I've been tied down to this debt that I have, and I could just this house being sold is going to help that a lot. You know, get you me get, get me a new car. You gonna throw a chunk at it? What's that? You gonna throw a chunk at your debt? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. And that school shit. It's no, my debt will be wiped. Oh really? This, yes. There goes twenty five thousand. Oh damn. Gone. Perfect. And then new car. And then from there, that's it. I'm on my way to do what I want. Now, I'll probably keep this job for a little while and stay there for a minute until I can get all my schooling stuff in order. Talk, yeah. talk to some VA reps. The hardest part is just following through. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> being a student, again, yeah. Yeah. at 30, fuck. <laughs> it's a fuck. I've been fucking climbing towers and shooting guns <laughs> now i gotta sit down and read a book <laughs> i think if i had no it'll be fine i'll be working with guns if i had an opportunity to do something that would uh revamp my idea of what i wanted to do then i would probably take it yeah but this is an opportunity for me to to get to be in that position and be in it comfortably too mm-hmm. yeah you you're getting a lot you're getting a lot taken care of for yeah. you and if i don't use that gi bill within 15 years from 2017 of getting out until you know whenever that ends just goes away it's gone. Really? Yeah. Damn. If you do not use it within the post 9-11, if you don't use it within 15 years, that benefit doesn't exist anymore. Post 9-11. That's what it's called. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the irony. Sorry. Wow. Damn, man. That's crazy. I didn't know you had that much stuff going on. It's It's been a roller... This past two years have been a roller coaster for me. So, financially, it's it's been rough. But I've been pulling through, and um, I've been a <clears throat> distant from fam- most family and friends to try and focus on just getting through it. But I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there. You're inching on it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm loading up the shotgun to bust through that hinge. Oh through god! That and then breaching clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there. I can see the light. <laughs> I can see the light. Fuck. <laughs> well. I'm gonna call you out a little bit here. Okay. We got caught up on your your life story, which I've never heard. Super interesting. <laughs> My bad if I rambled. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic at all. I love it. I've I you know this is this is part of the reason why I, I like to be able to sit down and talk with uh, even family, friends, guests uh, because the reality of what we're doing here is I've known you for a while, but I don't know shit about you. Well, I do now. I know we've always we've always been together at family functions yeah and see each other in passing doodle 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 you gotta <laughs> he's trying to be a cuddle bug i know he wants to <laughs> oh jesus we, we call him podcast puppy because oh. he loves to be in here <laughs> lay down lay down dummy um we've always yeah we've always functioned and been at the the family events and everything like that but i know i don't i just never really knew anything about you i will say and this is what i what i said i'm gonna call you out um you are being a pain in the ass, Doodle. Get down. <laughs> you, in my in my eyes, I've kind of always felt like, just just by the little conversation that I have had with you and mm. talking to you, I feel like I get a really strong feeling that there is there is so much more that you want to say, right? That you don't say. No. Yeah. And, and I can tell, like even like. For, for some leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers.
or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reason this sounds dumb, and I'm sorry, but I just I just say what I feel. You're good. Um, just by by looking at you, and like when I talk to you, and I look in your eyes and shit, I feel like there's a story, and I don't know why that is, but I've always felt like. We all have our stories. Yeah, I know, but you you just remind me of somebody that has you, there's we go to these fucking family functions and we all well, I do, I can't speak for you. I put on this facade, you know, because we can't I I don't feel like I couldn't have a halfway serious conversation right. with, with most of the people you have in to our put family. Put on put on a face. Right. And <laughs> I get it. Yeah, cause, well, that's cuz I see the same thing off you yeah. every fucking time we go certain places when and you're yeah you're right when I, I when I, I I just feel like I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Joey and I don't know what that means no that's Joey that you see at the party for sure <laughs> it, that's me like I get crazy but that's not that's not all of it either you know what I mean that's just that's just party Joe right that's party Joe but um do you, do you understand what I'm saying no I understand I understand I I get uh <laughs> when I get low you know, there's a certain point when you get low, and I think uh, Sheldon was talking about this when I was listening to you guys um, last week. But you get low, and you, you know, you're feeling bad, but you still have that energy to go out. You mm-hmm. still have that energy to kind of go see friends and and whatnot. But if you stay in that that frequency, that low frequency, and you're doing that at the same time, you can only keep it up for so long until you just don't have that energy anymore and then you don't want to be you can't keep that face on anymore right (laughs) so then you come back and you know the weekend hits and you're like all i want to do is fucking sleep i gotta go to work you know all i want to do is just chill i don't want to respond to anything i think at the core of what you're kind of expressing right now is like um it's like it's like you're your band-aid. This is this is your solution. Yes. Trying trying to figure out how to get out of this funk. And I'm I'm figuring it out. Like it's happening. <clears throat> I've been low these past like two years. Mm-hmm. Like pretty fucking low with my financial situation. I feel I feel um so I kind of distance because when I have a problem, I don't want to I don't want to put that problem in front of other people right. to see. So what I'll end up doing is just completely retracting and focus on that first and foremost before I try to do anything else and even though I want to sometimes some days I can't find myself to get up and go out fucking and do it I don't I don't see anything wrong with that I feel it's it's super interesting to hear how how different people cope with different mechanisms I don't think it's healthy (laughs) you don't no I don't but it's how I do it See, and that's that's interesting that you say you don't think it's healthy. I'm not a professional. I'm not qualified by any. I'm means. not either. I've never been to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but but the way, like the way that I try to deal with it, it bites me in the ass every fucking time. How do you deal with it? I just like, dude. I shit happens, and like, I try. When people ask me, you know, because. I'm not good at hiding my shit at all. Mm. So if if somebody asks me what's wrong or what's going on, then for some fucking reason, I trust them enough to tell them what's going on. And if it's somebody that's super close to me, uh, some of our family, whatever the case may be, it's always treated like it's a like it's a, a naive mistake or a or or it gets it gets brushed off. It gets brushed off, or or I'm the idiot, or. So then, what you? Uh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, I, I, I don't really, I don't really fully understand how it gets perceived and misconstrued in the ways that it does. But yeah. it always just, it, it always ends the same way. It always ends. I feel dumb. And, and then, and, and then you don't want to open up to that person and anymore. Then, yeah, no. Well, but that's the fucking that's that's the part where I get twisted because I always end up doing it again because I trust. Mm-hmm. I want to believe and trust that. Regardless of how you treated me last time in this conversation, if you ask me sincerely again, then maybe things have changed. Right. 
but it never does. <laughs> it's not that I don't trust family, mm-hmm. it, and I get where you're coming from. It's that I just don't want to put that in front of them. Like, I just have never... I don't know. I've always kept everything inside. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, nah, there's, nobody else needs to deal with this right now. See, when you say it like that, that I can tell you will fucking blow up in your face. I know. <laughs> I'm aware of things. Because I, I was guilty of doing that for so long, yeah. man. It's hard to get out of the habit of doing it. It is. Because, like you just said, you don't... No. It's not necessary. You don't feel like it's necessary. But it always... I mean, I know it's probably cathartic, too. And and it will help, and it's probably healthy too. But I don't want to fucking like trauma dump on somebody. Yeah. Like all my shit. Right. You know what I mean? But I know that's what you know good friends are for, and that's what family's for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but that's my family. Those are my friends, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be that that guy that's all fucked up. You know, always talking about this or always dumping this on you. See, when so. I when I do shit like that, I'm always worried about uh, judgment after the fact. That's what the, I'm worried about, too. The, the next time I see them, I'm like, oh, great. They probably think I'm a fucking mess right yeah, now. Yeah, because the self-talk is already fucked. Yeah, oh, yeah. So then when you're self-talking yourself like shit, and then now you're starting to think about other people's thoughts about you mm-hmm. it, as soon as you tell them something, and then it gets, it can just tumble. It, it It's a fucking slippery slope, man. Uh, I try to convince myself because I've every time I've looked into this a little bit farther... For one, it's been kind of a funny outcome, but I, I try to figure out, you know, how much judgment, if there is judgment, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, nine times out of ten, I find that um, they're not even really thinking about it. You know what I mean? So, so essentially what I'm saying is is it's me overthinking. Right. You overanalyze. Yeah. yeah. 100% overanalyze. Me too. And it's fucking... It's, overanalyze little shit. It's so... I do too, but yeah. it's fucking painful. It is. And trying to figure out how to not do that is beyond me it's rough it's super rough <laughs> it's like it's like me and dev say <laughs> i remember this saying when was a shout out to dev just i fucking have been raw dogging life dude <laughs> straight raw dog yeah a hundred percent and i don't know that's that's the, the fucking part is i i don't know how else we're supposed to be doing this you know it was crazy when i was in my service and you know stuff like that came up when we would tell each other things it was easier because we were all in the same position at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can kind everybody, of relate. Everybody was living, shitting, breathing, and sleeping with each other. Not like that, but got, you know you. what I mean. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> so we saw each other like 24 fucking 7, basically. We were a unit. And so when people would have problems, it was immediately addressed. Your brother would have your back no matter what it was. I always had people that had my back. I always had other people's backs. Anything that it was and I and I find that once you're out of that and you get used to that because four years of going through that and 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 knowing those people and getting that close with four years of just going through that and only that and only that yeah every day day in and day out it becomes a lifestyle right and then when you get out you you come back and it's like oh yeah (laughs) I was gonna ask that that ain't there no more I was gonna ask you a little (laughs) bit about um, something that you said earlier, you, it's, it's a kind of a funny reference that I've, I've been noticing. Um, when you talk to somebody who's done service is, uh, they refer to, uh, the end of their time as they say, getting out, getting out the same way. Oh yeah. You're a prisoner, but they give you an M16. It's great. (laughs) So you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and neither situations you're conditioned to go back into normal life. Right. Well, they, they give you a transition period of what is it? They give you like a two week class. Oh a two but, week class. Yeah. <laughs> For someone that goes through like not not me, I'm saying cuz I've never I didn't go to combat or anything, but someone that goes through combat or somebody that's done more than 4, 8, 12, uh 20 years, you mm-hmm. know, retiring, going to two week class, getting out. It's that's a big thing cuz it was big for me getting used to that from 19 from the ages of 19 to 24. Right. Like I'm, I was you know, I was 19. That's, that's I didn't know shit about life. Yeah. <laughs> And then coming into that, and then I'm I'm almost you know I'm 24 getting out and coming back in to start it start it all over again, into it in a new world where I I was used to being told what to do, where to go, exactly what lane to stay in, yeah, fucking how to tie your shoes. Like, <laughs> I, I can only imagine you're just like, the fuck do we do now? Yeah, exa- it was confusing. Right. And that was only four years. I can only imagine for people that have done multiple years in combat or have 
done a full 20 and get out. Like, it's, woo! Career military? Yeah. Like, lifetime career military? One of my boys is going th- down that path. Fulmer, he's, uh, he's got three kids. Had all three in Japan. Oh, God. <laughs> While we were out there. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's staying in. Um, he lives with his wife up in Hemet, but he's a lifer. He's a lifer. Mm-hmm. He's staying in. He ain't getting out. He don't want to? He can't. You got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. He was a drill instructor for a while, and I remember it was crazy. Like, when he got that B-billet, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a DI. And I was like, what? He's this white kid from Florida. <laughs> like, it's, it's, I, And I love him to death. I love him to death. And he was a skinny white dude from Florida, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a DI. And this was when I got out. And I was like, what the fuck? I, could, I thought you were going to go the route of recruiter. Some of those people that do that, you'd never imagine they go the certain route that they go. Right. But he did it. <laughs> he was fucking awesome at it, too. Was he? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to picture, like, some people that I know being a drill instructor just screaming. I was like, you were, you, I was like, you fucking did it. <laughs> you fucking did it. That's awesome. <laughs> and he did. I think he went through six or seven cycles. Meaning, uh, uh, he trains six, six or seven platoons. God damn. Yeah, of Marines. Holy shit. Is that what he's still doing to this No, day? no, he's... So you only do that for a certain amount of time. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's physically fucking exhausting. Drill instructing? Yes. You're there like 24-7. Oh, I suppose if you're making them get up early and stay late, you're going to be earlier and oh, later. Oh, you have to look like a fucking machine in front of those kids. Yeah. You ha- when, we, when we're in, you never see them eat, you never see them sleep, you never see any of that. They're just... They're always up before you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're always watching over. When they're up when you're going to sleep. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> oh, dude, you you think of them as like fucking machines when you're in. When I got there, I was like, "What the fuck did I get myself into, man?" For real, <laughs> that's fucking bizarre. Uh, that's a, that's a unique perspective right there. Yeah, it was nuts. As soon as as soon as I walked through those doors, as soon as I set foot on those steps, I was like, "I made a mistake. <laughs> I, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Can we go back? Can we go back?" <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh, we got through it. Good times. So, well, I mean, I really appreciate you opening up a little bit. Yeah. You know? It It was nice, too. I don't really often. You know, nobody does. Yeah, but I just, I'm almost there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back on that fucking horse again because literally these past two years have been really rough. In uh, in doing this and in, in talking to different people and hearing different stories, um I find my my thoughts uh con- conflicted and scared <laughs> of uh, I say that because I'm so terrified of of doing the amount of work that I've done thus far mm. and um the amount of shit that I'm trying to accomplish now with like you said at any given instant it could be Right back to right back to ground zero. Right back to ground zero. I'm gonna kick your ass, dog. <laughs> um, but that's that's part of that life, that blue collar shit, man. I, I, dude, I know, and it. I don't want to say it freaks me out, but it sure as fuck keeps me in check. Yeah. It sure as fuck keeps me in check because. At this point, I don't know if I. <laughs> at this moment, I don't know that I'd want to do it all over again. I mean, it. It's a blessing and a curse that it, life. Yeah. And I know that, I, I mean, dude, I was having the time of my life working as a tower guy, a climber. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I had that sense of camaraderie with my coworkers that right. you don't get anywhere else. And it reminded me of the Marine Corps because we, would, we were always on the road together. It was like four or five, five of us at a time. And we, it was construction. <laughs> um, you know, I do, that, that is something to be desired for, for me anyway. I wish that there was... I think it'd be helpful if I had that that camaraderie. Yeah, uh, we don't. I don't have it at work at all. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's bizarre how separated and singled out everybody is. I don't have that at my work currently either. Yeah. It's gone. Nobody fucking talks to each other at at that plant. Right. Nobody. <clears throat> I guess I guess I shouldn't say that, um, because at the end of the day, if something is needed, then somebody will. Step in and get help it. help a little bit, but it's it's all the steps before that. Yeah, the small talk and the general talk, the general in and out day to day. Yeah, that shit is. I do miss that. 
It's, uh, well, I'm talking about it's kind of fucking discouraging. The small talk in, all before? Yeah, because it's like none of it's real conversation. Oh, you can tell that it's not real. Yeah. It's, I'm talking about the real, like... I wish it was real, man. Yeah. We, we're there for 13 hours a day. I don't want to sit here and fucking talk shit to you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's that. There's that. Uh, I'm talking to a Marine about talking shit. I'm not going to win this call. No, you're good. <laughs> no, that we definitely had our banter and like back and forth shit talking. But yeah. there was there was times where we covered each other's asses like at that job where it was needed. You know, somebody fucking got sick and we cover them. And it was like, hey, man, you're good, dude. Just fucking just take the day off. I ain't going to tell him you're not here. Just yeah. go home because like Carl don't got to know. Like, what? He ain't here. So you go, you've been fucking, you, you put in 75 hours this week, go home. <laughs> it, see, it would, it would just be nice to know that when, when push comes to shove that you are good and you are covered. Right. And uh, just don't ever feel that. But again, I, I think this is also part of me saying I'm still keeping myself in check. I don't, <clears throat> I, I say everything that I just said, but on the same token, I don't know how comfortable I would be getting comfortable at a job. It would scare you? I feel like it would scare me because then I would be one of those guys that would start taking advantages, mm. and you get comfortable, and you're like, ah, I, let it slip. Yeah, I, it got, I got this. I got this. It's fine. Everything's fine. And but you can't see how bad you're really fucking up. That's the one thing you can't do in the civilian world that you couldn't that you can do in the military world. We had a pair of boxing gloves by the door. <laughs> oh god! So when somebody had a fucking problem or <laughs> you know something like that arise. They go out back and beat the shit out of each other. And then they shake hands, and it was done. Yeah, get it done. Civilian world, you go to jail for assault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't... You, there's no outlets here. Yeah, no. I mean, there is. It's just... His, his name is Jack. <laughs> they, they We called it uh, percussive therapy. Perc- in- <laughs> <laughs> percussive therapy. I love that. Oh, shit. But, no, I get where you're coming from with that, and I, and I get that. You don't want to get too comfortable with people in a job because first of all you don't know that person you don't want to dive right into it right away right. because it's a if you're wanting a deeper relationship and then you also work with this person there is the possibility the high possibility because people are shitty to get taken advantage of people are super shitty and um <clears throat> but don't be so guarded that nobody fucking wants to be around you that's the other that, the, but it, and it's hard to balance that, that out fucking balance is so difficult man I'll just step on my guest, you know, no biggie. <laughs> it's good. Um, yeah, I've learned that finding a balance is so difficult. And it's a pain in the ass because I find myself at work wanting so much more out of people. But I have to I have to check it and say, like, these people really don't matter that much. Just here for a check. Be friendly. Be cordial. Laugh at the shit and walk away. So, what is it that bothers you? That just certain things that they talk about, or man, I just spend so much time with these people. Um, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's not a whole lot I could say right now. That's not gonna make me sound like a giant pussy, but it it's is, just the, the natural drag through the day. Like the, it is what it is. I I spend like I said, I spend twelve thirteen hours a day with these motherfuckers, right. and at some point in time, it doesn't have to be every fucking day, but it would just be nice to have a regular ass conversation. You know. Instead of the constant, continuous shit talking, yeah, I'm cool with it. I don't mind it. I can feed it back, but it's like all the time, all the time, all really. the time. <laughs> Fucking really, I'm bored. <laughs> Let's do something else. You guys are fucking killing me. <laughs> There's sometimes where it happens, and I walk away like, oh god, again. <laughs> For fuck's sake, are you not? Are you a fucking robot? Do you know how to English? Oh man, we had a, we had our banter too, man. But, but and we did it a lot. We did it a lot. That's all good. I like I said, it's it's just a me thing. I've spent so much of my life in in the blue collar and being a mechanic. It gets old, fast. tow truck driver, and I'm just I'm constantly surrounded by it. I'm like Jesus Christ. Well, we had some That's wild a- fucking conversations in the Marine Corps too about gonna, serious shit. I was gonna say, but at the same time, shit talking. It it was so weird the dynamic of how that stuff worked. Like, nothing was off limits. It's, oh, oh, oh. Nothing to talk about was off limits while we were in. It was fucking insane. I I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. <laughs> we, 
we talked anywhere from fucking conspiracy theories to cat abortions. Who knows? Uh, there you go. <laughs> that was a scale right there. <laughs> UFOs and cat abortions. Mm. No, but... Uh, That's fair. No, it, there was real conversations it, that I had with my brothers, too. And, and when you're with them for that long and the banter comes becomes natural. Right. And it's not as annoying... Well, you, you bring it up, and I'm actually surprised the way you brought it up, because you said that there's a fucking balance. Yeah, there's a nice balance. And that's, that's fucking so encouraging. Like, if Marines can figure it out, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> and we, we can barely count to six. <laughs> my favorite flavor of Crayola is green. <laughs> oh, my God, I love no, it. But we can do it. It's not hard. It, I mean, but that's also because we lived, breathed, and, and just... We were together all the time. Mm-hmm. It was very communal in a in a sense. Yeah, it was. That's that's a beautiful thing to hear, man. Because <clears throat> imagine, just imagine this: all your coworkers at work. What if, what if when you started that job, and they're like, "All right, guys, you are all gonna live under the same roof for four years, mm-hmm. and uh, eat in the same areas, use the same kitchen stoves, whatever, use the same facilities." Use the same showers. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> for four years. Yeah. So this is who you're living with. Good luck. That's so... Yeah. And then what would your outlook on that be is like, now I have to know these people. Now I'm forced to. Because it's not like you could just be like, I want to transfer units and go this way while we were in. Yeah. It was, you have to know these people now. So we did. And it became a mock-up <clears throat> family. <laughs> Damn. You know, of all the things... I met country motherfuckers from uh, Alabama who were black. <laughs> I've yeah. met a cowboy Asian before. It's fucking crazy. You know, of all the things that I'd be scared of going into the military, that would probably be in my top three. Really? That uh, that fact alone? Yeah. You don't realize it at the time when you join. You don't. No, I know, and that's what freaks me out even more is I wouldn't have never thought about You're it. You're forced to. You're forced to know those people. See, I this this is one of my own internal conflicts. Is there's some days where I don't like being myself because I don't fucking have the patience for people anymore. But and when you're shoved into a tuna can with yep, them, you, <laughs> yeah. Well, you end up by like you end up being yourself regardless because you can't hold that up for four years straight living with this with the same people all the time. There's no, it's not possible. I would for <laughs> sure be labeled as an asshole. <laughs> Because I'm going to rip you a new one. If there I have was, to live with you, there was there was guys like Fulmer who showed me his picture from high school, and I, I was like, "You were that fucking kid? I would have <laughs> never talked to you in high school right, ever." But right. he's my best fucking bud. That's cool. As Godfather fuck. of two of his kids. I was like, I would have never fucked. You were the kid that I avoided <laughs> in high school. How the fuck are we best friends right now? <laughs> right. It's funny to look back on shit like that because everybody's uniformed. Everybody's uniformed. They're all doing the same. They all have the same mission. It's Unified. I guess, you know, without really have, actually having the, the full experience, um, I guess I probably am speaking out of line because, uh, see, in my head, I'm living with everybody's, how many people did you live with? Uh, our unit, or our, uh, yeah, our unit was, what did we have? All of us under the same barracks, about 325. Okay. And I know by name. In one house? In one barracks like, building, yes. That's how you guys. Okay, yeah. so I'm not seeing this correctly. So is it like a? It's like a. Like a firefighter setup, where there's <laughs> one big kitchen. So yeah, there's community kitchens on each floor. Gotcha. Oh, and, oh, yeah. okay. You know what? Um, I can com- I can think of like a really shitty college dorm <clears throat> that still has lead paint. Well, <laughs> <laughs> gotta throw that in there. Lead paint um, because they, they were built in the 40s. I've uh, I've been to uh, Luke Air Force. Okay. And I actually... The Air Force has funding. We don't. So it was much <laughs> shittier than that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because I did all the pool tables and all the barracks. Oh, okay. So... They I, had on fucking all, Air Force, man. On all three floors. Oh, fuck, man. We did 13 pool tables on base. Yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> those mother... You know what we had in our barracks? That was their community room. You know what we had in our barracks? What? Black mold. That's what we had in our barracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Black mold. Yeah, those barracks were built in the 40s. Oh shit. Um so anyway, that's kind of the idea I'm guessing. So yeah, so how like a they bu- bunch ha- of dorm rooms. Bunch of Yeah. Yeah, the, she's the like, air sh- the air force, sure. <laughs> that's just 
grown up college. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's basically like that. You kind of have your little dorm rooms and uh shared shared showers like so it was two per room, right? And then shared bathroom mm-hmm. and then there was two more over here and they would those four would share that one bathroom. So that's how it was for us. Those assholes probably had showers in every room. Those motherfuckers. I'm guessing. They probably I, did. I don't know, but I'm it, just probably, the way it was set up. came with a fucking free Dodge Charger or whatever the fuck. Like <laughs> Everybody gets a charger. <laughs> oh, okay. So I understand. That's that's. But yeah, there was 300, three, uh, over 300 heads in that building, and we pretty much knew each other by name. That's a little different from what I was kind of thinking. And I think the other part of it is, too, is... To say this lightly, I, I, am I correct when I say like individuality kind of goes out the window? It's pretty much gone. Okay, so that was that was my concern was living with that many individuals. But if you guys are all, we all know we're all one team. We have a unified goal. It's all, but especially like as a marine, you're trained, quote unquote, like as one personality. Yeah, one unit, one cohesive unit. And well, it, not not they're not trying to. <clears throat> you still have your individuality, mm-hmm. but with that, now you're part of this organization that is telling you this comes first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, as, as a whole, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you don't have the opportunity. Your habits get left at the door. Mm-hmm. As an individual, that's what boot camps for. Exactly, they break you down. Okay, see, this is where I'm headed. Is I don't have to deal with. With fucking people being messy. No. Well, not get up. uh, up There are. There's always. We always say that there's always fucking one. There's always a motherfucker. There's always one. Yeah. There's always that one private pile. (laughs) There's always one that slips through the cracks. Okay, fair enough. So yes, that. But for the most part, no, you don't. I think. I think I'm. Yeah. I. I could probably manage. Yeah, some people, and I think it was a great experience. I don't regret it. I didn't think I could fucking do it when I joined. I just did it. <laughs> I was 145 fucking pounds. <laughs> I fucking was smoking weed prior to that and, and playing fucking Skyrim. Let's I, go. I remember pictures of what you used to look like. Yeah, man. I was fucking... <laughs> I actually think I remember seeing pictures of uh, when your mom went and saw you when you were on leave. Yeah. So. That was a tiny dude. I yeah. was really tiny. With no fucking hair? No hair. Now I'm I'm about to get this mullet going. Are you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Absolute. an actual mullet. Oh, an actual mullet. Oh yeah. god, I'm excited <laughs> to see this. Yeah, it's coming. Okay. Well, it's you got coming. you got the setup for it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, so yeah. interesting. Man. I figured my hairline's going, so I might as well grow my hair out, enjoy it while I can. Don't talk to me about a hairline going, dude. You've seen mine. I haven't. Yeah, you, yeah. I showed it to you uh, last time when we were when we had that family function, dude. Stop drinking. It's gone. No. It is going. Have you seen mine? Yeah, you showed me yours. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> I was like, it's all right. Mine's going too. Oh shit, that's funny. But, um, yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Well, would you uh, would you do this again? I would love to do this again. I felt like I fucking talked my head off. No. It's pretty therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I love I love that reaction. Uh so many people come into this apprehensive. I was I was nervous when you when we canceled last Sunday, I was like, Okay. I can breathe a little bit. I was honestly like <sighs> like I took a breath because yeah. I was so nervous. But um I was like, I'm gonna wait for him to message me because he's probably busy. <laughs> but in the back of my mind I was like Let's just reschedule. <laughs> it's all good. I was nervous, but I'm glad I did this. Yeah. Um, it's it's become one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I love that you're doing it, and you just keep fucking pushing forward, man. That's I'm awesome. I'm trying so hard. It's so hard to financially, mentally, it's, it's fucking work. But it's rough, but do you love it? I love it. Yeah, keep doing for, it. For some fucking reason, man, um, fuck, I guess you could say almost two years ago at this point, I don't know. It was literally like one day. Like I'd never, I was never computer savvy to that point. I was never like into any of this shit. Yeah, me neither. MS Paint. What's I've, up? I've wanted, yeah, <laughs> I've wanted to make music for so long. Never took a fucking step in the right direction. And then like one day, I was like, I like had this this urge to make this podcast mm. that would give me nuanced perspective and let people hear and understand. And you've been. Wanting that conversation too. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of a, it's an outlet to get like balance out all the day to day shit. Yeah. That it, you were talking about. It 100% is. And just like you, you said, it's therapeutic. It, it really was. I feel, I'm like, I want to do it again. You want to do it again? Yeah, I want to do it again. That's perfect, <laughs> man. Well, you're fucking definitely more than welcome to come back. Um, I'm glad we finally got to do it. Like I said, I've wanted to talk to you for a while, so. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you invited me out. Yep. Like, I'm glad I came out and, fuck, man, I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> we come in here, we sit, and we drink and talk, so. Do you have anything you want to plug before we bounce? Oh, man, I don't even have an Instagram, dude. <laughs> I don't have Instagram, Snapchat, none of that. <laughs> I'm on, uh, I like to plug Modelo. <laughs> Modelo. You know, get you one of those. It's his sponsor for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. But, no, man, um, nothing, nothing De- to plug. Devlin will be back soon. Okay, cool. Um, third party minority on Instagram. Third party minority on Instagram. Yeah, that's his. That's his. That's his handle. <laughs> of course it would be. <laughs> fucking asshole. He's fucking great. He'll be back soon. His shit posts are some some top tier shit. Oh, he like, sends me shit every day. I'm like, why? He's got some quality shit posting. <laughs> he does. Yeah. You want to oh, well, talk about grade A gem cut shit posts? <laughs> gem cut. Devlin mm. has those. Mm-hmm. He sends me some shit sometimes where I like I gotta like look twice. At my phone. I'm like, hold on. I just locked it. I got to look at that again. What the fuck's going on here? How did you... Never mind. There's more depth to this. Yeah. (laughs) I'll check this again when I wake up. Yeah. I need more energy to... (laughs) When my my two brain cells are firing off. That's good. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Well, this has been great. Uh, I look forward to having you again. And... uh, It's a pleasure. As always, for anybody listening, you will be watching soon, hopefully, if I can get my shit together. Are you getting video in here? Yeah. Nice. It will be streamed on YouTube, and if I get my shit correct, I'll be able to post it on Spotify as well. Nice. It's a lot of work, a lot of different things I got to go through. Just do it. I'm fucking trying, fucking man. Fucking do it. Um, <laughs> uh, again, like, follow, subscribe, anything you're listening, watching on. And if you have any questions, wants, needs, desires, questions, comments, shoot us an email at info at gmail.com or comment wherever you're listening. Thanks. Love you. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.